Hi, Hillcrest family and friends. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kimberly. And welcome to the November 9th edition of Fresh Prayer, where we seek the will of God as we pray the heart of God together. This evening, Kimberly will be sharing with us from the scripture. Thank you. Um, as I was uh, considering what I would like to share with you, I was pondering how to lead God's people into prayer. All kinds of things ran through my mind. And at first I thought, let's do something from one of the hymns. With Thanksgiving coming, maybe we should do the history of come, um, ye thankful people come. But even this morning, I was unsettled about that. And I thought, Lord, what is it that you have for me to share? So I started thinking about our Sunday school class, and it was about forgiveness. And I thought, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and then um, I opened up the bulletin. I worked in the nursery Sunday, so I didn't get the bulletin till late. And there was the insert from um, Focus on the Family. And guess what the first page was about? Forgiveness. Hmm. And so I thought, okay, so do I do the hymn or do I talk about forgiveness? And so um, part of my morning ritual, my devotional time, I conclude my time with God with uh, listening to a TV preacher. It's a Baptist pastor from Dallas, um, Dr. Jeffers. And, and so he comes on this morning, and the first thing he says is, so man's greatest need is forgiveness. Mm. And I said, okay, I don't really need a ton of bricks to fall on me, but maybe sometimes I do. <laughs> so tonight we're going to talk about forgiveness to lead us into prayer. So I thought that was really cool. And I thought, okay, man's greatest need is forgiveness. He proceeded to say, to be forgiven by God is of utmost priority, and to be forgiven by others and forgive others is the second greatest need. He said, without God's forgiveness... We become overwhelmed with guilt, and it leads to destruction. Mm -hmm. And without forgiving one another, we become overwhelmed with bitterness, and it leads to hard-heartedness, mm -hmm. and eventually yep. destruction. Mm -hmm. We need to be pardoned. And as I thought about that, pardoned. Where did I read something recently about pardoned? Oh, yes! Back to the focus on the family insert in this week's bulletin. So I'm going to share that with you. So where did it go? Okay. All right, there it is. Thanksgiving is just around the corner. So are large helpings of turkey, stuffing, football games, and family. Unfortunately, that last one, family, and sometimes friends is often a source of pain instead of something joyous that we look forward to. Mm. If that's your situation, I encourage you to remember pumpkin, biscuits, gravy, and marshmallow. Mm. No, that's not the menu of food items that we'll be having on this holiday meal. These are the names of the turkeys that have been pardoned by U.S. presidents over the years. Mm. <laughs> cool, huh? Every November, a lighthearted tradition is observed by the White House, whereby a domestic turkey, otherwise um, uh, destined for someone's dinner table, is granted a presidential pardon. Mm. And I thought, well, before we move on with that article, I just wanted to tell you a few things. The first turkey that was pardoned, its name was Jack, 
and it was Tad's pet, and he begged his father, the president, um, not to eat him for Thanksgiving dinner. Do you know who that president was? Teddy Roosevelt? No, 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 Abraham Lincoln. Oh, right. He yes. had a son named Tad. Yeah, he had a son named Tad, and That's that was right. the very first one. But it wasn't until many years later when President Bush made a, a public declaration to pardon mm -hmm. a turkey mm -hmm. every year. So in addition to those food names of those turkeys previously said, there are some others that I thought were pretty cool. And um, these names are so appropriate, I think, for the president to be pardoning them. One is called Stars and Stripes. Oh. Mm -hmm. One is called Liberty, which we all have through being pardoned. One is called Freedom, which we also enjoy mm -hmm. from being pardoned. Mm -hmm. And one is called Justice. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool names, huh? Very. Let's get back to the article. It's a symbol of gesture meant to remind us that even in challenging situations, there are opportunities for pardon, reconciliation, and forgiveness. Family conflict is tough to ignore during the holidays especially, especially when the past wounds run deep. And sometimes it's more than just family. Sometimes it's neighbors. Sometimes it's friends. But we can rise above the conflict and allow ourselves to be in peace and let peace reign in our families when we gather for dinner. A little grace is all that it takes to get the process started. Grace for them and grace for us. Paul told the Colossians to forgive each other as the Lord forgave them. Colossians 3.13 mm -hmm. Likewise, we should allow the Spirit um, in the season to compel us to forgive each other. After all, pumpkin biscuits, gravy, and marshmallow aren't the only turkeys that need to be pardoned. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah. I just want to go over um, those scriptures again. And, and once again, Jesus also, in, in teaching us how to pray with the Lord's Prayer, there was some significance um, in, in, that, in the Lord's Prayer about forgiving one another. So let's just review those. First is Dr. Jeffers' um, message on from Matthew 6, 12, from the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Maybe when we first come to Christ, when we do our, you know, when we do repentance or something. But, you know, as we forgive, we are also forgiven. Mm -hmm. And that's a pretty serious thing. The bulletin insert gave us Colossians 3.13, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a grievance against another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so, much, so must you also do. Mm -hmm. And this is my life verse, Ephesians 4.32. Be ye kind, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as Christ even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. So, as we go to prayer tonight, let's spend a few moments thinking about the Lord who has forgiven us and pardoned us. We turkeys who find it difficult to soar like eagles have been pardoned. It's just, a, you know, we're serious, Lord, but you have a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. um, and then our need to forgive others and to come peaceably 
to our Thanksgiving table in the next few weeks. Amen. So we can... Let's pray together. Pray. Father God, we are such a grateful people. So grateful for the forgiveness that we've been given through Christ Jesus. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that mm -hmm. cleanses us, that redeems us. Yes, Lord. Thank Father, you. thank you that we can have fellowship with you through Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you that you are such an awesome God. You are so loving and kind and compassionate. Thank you. You are so forgiving of us. And Father, so many times we need forgiveness throughout our days and our moments. So as we come into your presence right now, we just pray that you would remind us of those things of which we need to repent. And as we just pause a moment, Father, thank you that your forgiveness is available to us for these things. So we commit these things to you right now. And Father, in confession now, we thank you that you have forgiven us once again and that we can come boldly into your presence. So Father, as we open up our hearts and our needs to you now, thank you for hearing these prayers. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that speaks deeply into our hearts, that ministers to us and to many around us who are needing of so many things. Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit will just inhabit this time and that you will be pleased with the prayers that we offer back to you. Yes. Father, we think first of all of um, many physical needs and we pray uh, for, for Leslie Hazen's sister who will be having surgery on Friday and um, a very difficult surgery. Father, I pray that you will be with the surgeons, guide their hands. I pray that you will be with Leslie's sister, who has possibly not trusted you as Savior, who is a kind of a fringe believer. We pray, Father, that you would use this to draw her heart to yourself. I pray for her, her husband, who is hostile to Christianity, that this he also would be touched during this time, that his heart would be softened. Father, that the surgery would be successful and that the recuperation would go well. But most of all, Father, we pray that you would uh, draw both of them to yourself through this. Be glorified, we pray, in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for Ryan. We thank you, Father, for the progress that has been made with him um, as he's recovering. Mm -hmm. Father, we thank you that uh, the coming home is in sight. Um, Father, we just thank you for all that you've done on his behalf. And Father, we just ask for your healing touch mm -hmm. to be upon him and upon his family, his yes. children and his wife. Um, who, it's, For children, it's difficult to understand this disease. And Father, we just ask that you give everyone in that family a sense of your protection, a sense of your provision, mm -hmm. and a sense of your healing power. Father, as the children and faith watch him, as the recovery comes, Father, help them to count it um, as a blessing from you. Yes. And Father, we just ask that you turn Ryan's eyes to you. That mm -hmm. he, when times get rough, when he struggles to to um, gain mobility, Father, we just ask that 
He draws strength from knowing that you are with him and that you are walking with him through this. Father God, we think of uh, Fanny in um, Arizona who has had some problems with her back. Mm -hmm. We just pray, God, that you would bring healing to her, that you would touch her back and that she would have the pain alleviated in Jesus' name. We think of Bev Cox in Florida as she is now on hospice care. Father, I pray that you would comfort her during these final days, that you would give her um, physical comfort, but God, that you would draw her spirit to yourself in such a gentle and beautiful way, that her passing would be a beautiful uh, and deep spiritual event for her and for those who are witnessing it, God that they would realize that she is passing into your arms. I pray for her family, that you will comfort them during this time. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for Amanda. Um, she's had her carpal tunnel surgery, and we just ask, Father, that you complete the healing, that um, you allow there to be no residual effect that uh, the surgery is completely successful and that yes. she gains mobility quickly. We ask these things in the name of Jesus, trusting you with her care. Mm -hmm. And Father, we also pray for Nicole Davis. Um, I'm not sure when her surgery is or was. And Father, we just ask that you be with her as well. Mm -hmm. Give her peace, give her comfort. And Father, we trust you as the master physician to do the work in Jesus' name. Father, we think of Victoria LaBoy's sister, Terry, who has had a reoccurrence of her brain tumor. And Father, how devastating this has been for mm -hmm. both Terry and Victoria. Yes. God, I just pray that your shalom would just fall down on both of them during this time. Yes. God, that, that they would have a peace that makes no sense during this time. That their eyes would be so fixed on you, Father. Right that they cannot feel overcome by the anxiety that is certain to be there. I pray that you would bring uh, the proper treatment for Terry. I pray that you would work out the circumstances of her insurance, her job situation. Father, bring her to a new job, we pray, one that would work well for her in her yes. physical condition. I pray that you'll work out the insurance issues, and Father, that Terry would be able to get back into Cleveland Clinic again, where she was treated the first time. Father, I pray for Victoria during this time, that you would show her how to be a help to her sister, and yet to be an encouragement and not overwhelmed herself. Father, just be within the situation. I pray ultimately, God, that there would be healing for Terry, and that you would be glorified through all of this, Father, that many would be drawn to you through her testimony. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Father, I also pray for Bruce Nordwall. Father, we thank you for um, the testimony that he has, that he has lived his whole life for you. And Father, we just thank you for that. And now, Father, we just ask that you find a place. Um, Maybe you've already done it. You've gone before him and you've prepared a place for him. Yes. Um, so, Father, we just ask that you open the doors for the right place to give him the care that he needs. And, Father, uh, you can work out insurance issues far beyond what man can. 
So we just um, leave his care, his physical care, his emotional well-being, and his physical mm -hmm. um, uh, place of dwelling in your hands. And Father, we also pray for Candy Shoup. We thank you, Father, for the progress she's making. Mm -hmm. um, Father, I thank you for the increased mobility that she has. And Father, I just ask that you continue to be with her and be with John as they continue to recover and, and walk through this time in their life. Mm -hmm. um, bring her back with us soon. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, thinking of one more physical request, we think of Lynette Olson's sister Beth, who was hospitalized with many infections, different kinds of infections, and was given IV antibiotics. I pray, God, that you would uh, bring complete healing to Beth, that you would touch her body, God, and that she would be restored and be able to return to her job that she loves of teaching. And Father, that again, you would be the peace in this situation and that she, you would be glorified through this. And Father, as we think now of um, many other concerns that are not physical, there are so many. Father, we thank you that the freedom, for the freedom that we can have through the blood of Jesus that, that alleviates our guilt and our fear and our shame and Father, as we think of that right now, we just want to pray for those who are held in bondage of yes, shame Lord. of various kinds, those who are held in the bondage of regrets mm -hmm. and um, of grief over sinful things or even things that have been done to them. Father, thank you that through the blood of Jesus, there is healing, there is uh, freedom to be had, but Father, sometimes it's, it's a process, and it's difficult. So we pray for those who are yet in bondage, that you would bring complete freedom to them. Father, I pray for Marsha Wall's son, who is in bondage to addiction, yes, and in Lord. fact is nearing death over such a horrible addiction. Mm -hmm. Father, only you can break that chain. Only you can come down and do the miraculous. So we are calling on you in the name of Jesus to do what we know you can do. We pray that you will break this bondage, that you will break every chain, and that he would be relieved of this addiction. Father God, we are calling on you to show yourself mighty in this situation. In Jesus' yes. name we pray. Yes. Father, there are others that are in need of, um, of housing and, and financial miracles. Yes. And Father, we pray for Faith and Zach and just ask Father to move mightily mm -hmm. in their life and meet their needs. I'm not sure exactly what their needs are, but you are aware of every minute detail of their lives. Mm -hmm. And Father, they have trusted you. They walk with you. They love you. And so Father, we just ask that you bless mm -hmm. them and they meet their needs. Mm -hmm. And Father, while I'm praying for physical needs and, and those are not really physical needs, but you know, material needs, I'm going to ask also that you provide a place for Elizabeth and her family um, to live, Father, that's uh, that's a stable environment for them, and we'll just leave it at that in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. yes. And and Father, I am, my heart is, is, is heavy tonight for uh, Dick Johnson's family. Mm -hmm. I thank you for his home going. Mm -hmm. I thank you, Father, that he has lived his entire life from a from a young man, he has lived for you, and the witness that he has left um, is just a tremendous witness. And Father, um, 
the illness came on rather suddenly uh, and talking with their with their grandson Michael they didn't expect to be losing their grandfather this year he fell he broke his shoulder and then all of this happened but father you knew the timing you and and it was the right time but father now the family is grieving please comfort them father my dear dear friend Alice um, you know they started dating when they were 14 Lord and uh, when she was 14 and she's never been without him and her hours will be lonely and and I just ask, Father, that you walk with her, that even now, even at this moment, that you embrace her with your presence, that she feels comforted by you. Father, be with their children, Kim and Jeff. They've lost their daddy. Comfort them and the grandchildren and the in-law children. Father, just bless that family during this time in a very real way. And Lord, as we think about... Um events going on in this world, around the world, it's so easy to become anxious over things yes. and even to feel a kind of hopelessness. Father God, remind us again that you are orchestrating everything, Yes, that you are behind the scenes and that you have not let one thing out of your sight. And God, I, I pray that we would truly feel a peace of knowing that even when we look at the news and look at things going on around us that just mm -hmm. cause us so much anxiety and in some ways it seems there's just such a heaviness and I've seen it in in individuals who have just said just feeling kind of lousy today feeling kind of anxious today and yes. so father I pray in the name of Jesus that you would just relieve that oppression that we're feeling that as we turn our eyes to you and our hearts to you we would then be able to release that release all of the anxiety to you yes but god our hearts are so 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 saddened by what we see going on in israel and oh just even around the rest of the world the yes. demonstrations and yes. the protests and the chaos and the craziness father god would you please make sense of this mm -hmm. would you turn hearts back to yourself you are the only yes, solution you are the only hope we have yes. and God there's so much hatred and so much anger and we know that you are the answer to that hatred and anger father we know that if we are forgiven by you we can then forgive others and we can release yes. that hatred father I pray for a great awakening during this time that many would be brought to you I pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And that means that to have peace, they're going to need to turn to you. I pray that you would draw hearts to yourself during this time. Yes, Lord. I think of others around the world who are persecuted. And I do pray for our brothers and sisters in Pakistan. Mm -hmm. Father, that you would protect them. That you would put hedges around them. That you would visit them in miraculous ways. Yes, Lord. That Thank your you. ministering angels would come to them. Father, that, the, that your church would continue to grow all throughout Pakistan. Thank you that there is a great revival happening there. And I pray that you would continue that revival. Father, we pray for Naomi and Hillcrest, Pakistan, that you would continue to bless them and grow them. Yes. We pray also for other brothers and sisters around the world, for our fellow 
fellow brothers and sisters in the Ukraine, God, protect yes, them. Put hedges around them. I pray for our Pastor Voloja, that you would continue to strengthen him as he ministers in very difficult situations. Yes. And Father, that they would um, see your glory and that your church would grow through all of this. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the, the great report from Deb Guzman. And I pray that you'll continue to bless her in her ministry there in Thailand. And that many would come to you through her. Just continue to use her in mighty ways. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. Father, we just, our hearts turn for just a moment to ministries here mm -hmm. at Hillcrest. Father, I just ask that you continue to keep your hand upon this church. Yes. Father, that you bless each ministry from the nursery on up to our care of our senior citizens. Yes. Father, we just thank you for what we can look around and see your blessings at this hand and at that hand. Mm -hmm. And we don't take them for granted. We are grateful for each child that walks through this door. Mm -hmm. We're grateful for the opportunity to present the gospel to the lost and the lonely and the hurting. Mm -hmm. Father, we're thankful for all of the ministries that you have um, trusted mm -hmm. uh, this body of believers with. We ask that you help us to be faithful to those ministries. Mm -hmm. That you help us to give when you're asked to give. To help when we're asked to help. To comfort when we're asked to comfort. Father, I thank you for the Awana program. And I ask, Father, for a great move among the students this year. Mm -hmm. That the word become yes. real in their lives. That they find you. And my class last week's lesson was on knowing the difference between knowing about God and knowing God. And Father, I ask that you open their eyes, that you prepare their heart to receive you, to truly know you, truly know you, yes. not just learn scripture about you, which is a good thing, but to know who you are in the depths of their being and that you walk with them all the days of their life. I'm getting a kick out of second and third generation kids that I had back in preschool that now have their children or their grandchildren here. And that just tickles me. And I'm sure that it pleases you to see them here. And Father, we just ask for spiritual maturity there. And bring those families back in. Bring them back into the fold where we can all worship together. That would be a wonderful thing. And Father, I just thank you for the preschool ministry, always near and dear to my heart. Thank you for Lori and her team. We ask, Father, that as the parents come daily, it's not just a routine, that when they walk in, they sense your presence. And when they walk out, they feel like they have been in a special place. And Father, we thank you for each one of those little children. And even at the age of three and four, let them sense your presence with them. Place within their heart a desire to know you at that young age, in Jesus' name. And Lord, um, as we draw to a conclusion here, we remember the season of 30 days of thanksgiving yes. that we are in. Father, give us thankful and grateful hearts for so many, so many blessings you have bestowed on us. And Father... As we um, enter Thanksgiving, I think of our harvest dinner coming up this weekend. 
And I pray, Father, that it would be a time of, of truly rejoicing and thanking you for things that you have done for us, beginning with our salvation, beginning yes. with the forgiveness that we have in Jesus. Yes. Father, I think of the many requests that are on the walls and for those, the things that we're grateful for, but also those needs that are represented there. And I think that sometimes the needs are even so deep and so personal and painful that we can't even put them on a post-it and put them up there. Yes. So, Father, in these next few seconds, we just want to lay those concerns at your feet. Please hear our prayers now. And as we continue through these last um, 15 or so days of our 30 days, I pray, Father, that our hearts would truly learn to praise you and to look around and be grateful for the many things that you've given us. Yes, thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for this time of prayer. We pray that our hearts would be restored, that we would be energized by the, the many blessings that we have and that we would truly relish the forgiveness that you've given us. May we be forgiving of others. And Father, we just pray these things in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us this evening. Please join us again on Sunday. The traditional service starts at 845. My favorite. And Hillcrest University, that's my favorite too, by the way. Okay. And Hillcrest <laughs> University is at 10 o'clock, many really interesting classes. Yeah. Uh, or you could come to my my also favorite service, <laughs> which is the contemporary service that begins at 11. Uh -huh. So join us for that. If you have any prayer requests, please phone them into the church office at 716-483-3331 or send them to prayer at Hillcrest Jamestown. Dot com, or you can send them in through the Church Center app, and we would love to put those things on the prayer chain and pray over this, those things as well. Sure. Have a great evening. Good night.